Previously on the Tantalus Tales. How long do you think we'll have to wait? I mean, he didn't. He didn't look too great when we brought him in. Well, we at least have an hour. Be a while. Meanwhile, you want to go track down some imps? Mm, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit questions. there. <laughs> All these questions, you're just like, no, nah, I just want to ask questions. I don't care actually about the answer. Well, I guess I could. Wait, you want me to, like, recount the entire thing? <laughs> I remember most of it. Yes. Huh. Have you seen Men in Black 2? Or was it What's the that? first one? Where it just kind of rips his skin off? Yeah, it was kind of like that. that You're off the even... hook for now, I don't Bacar. know if that'd be even... I don't know if that'd be better or worse. You have the cat ears, the candy mask-looking thing, and... Where did the feathers come from, bird person? Where do you think the feathers came from? <laughs> you know what? I don't want to know now. <laughs> Who the hell are you? I am Bakar. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going to get hairy now, aren't they? We'll have quite a tale to tell when we get home. You're all under arrest. Oh my god. No! Wait! Wait! In runs a... Slightly smaller, Felis, with gray fur. His eyes are a little wonky. And he, he runs out and he trips over himself and just kind of rolls into you. guys are uh, all standing there in the clearing, and Yonko, the Felis, smiles up at you and asks you once again, uh, So, you are the three I'm expecting from the Institute, right? No, of course not. It is me. <laughs> There's four of us. Golly. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, oh. Oh, my mistakes. Uh, uh, they, they, they only told me three were coming, but they were wrong. Uh, well, they were mistaken. Not your fault, though. You were misinformed. Clearly, a team of four. <laughs> clearly, clearly, a team of four. Uh, but uh, Yanko uh smiles even wider at you and hops up and down, clapping his paws together. He says, "Yes, I'm. I'm so glad to finally meet you." Uh. He bends over and looks around cautiously, uh, checking to see if anyone is in earshot, and uh, seeing that there is nothing out of the ordinary, he stands on his tippy toes closer to you and holds a paw up to whisper, I'm the contact on this world. He smiles again at you, and Yanko rocks back and forth on his heels with his paws behind his back, and uh, he asks you, uh, what can I do for you? What were you told about what we have to do here? Well, there's a bit of a disease, I believe. I think that's what was happening. That's why we got these masks, right? You need us to rectify things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yanko uh, looks a little somber. He says, uh, yes, but, but there's more. 
I, I don't know if you noticed Baker, but the tribes are all on edge lately. Baker and his tribe have taken it upon themselves to arrest and interrogate any of the furless who happen upon their territory. Felis have been going missing, boys. Stolen from their tribes, and we just haven't been able to find them. Well, well, that's unfortunate. Deeply. Only if we had a hairless to set as bait. Darn. A furless. <laughs> Do you have thing. a furless to set as bait? You are all furless. Exactly. We got the I take AR. offense at that. I may be furless, but I am definitely a cat. Look, I have the ears. <laughs> you kept those on? Yep. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, he says, yes, there, there's a disease running rampant here. I, I'm not sure why, but it only seems to be affecting the furless. He looks up at you and smiles and says, which I suppose is why you have those fancy masks on. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. This is just who I am They're not that now. fancy. Are they just some candy? So, some of those candy masks going raving later? Yeah. You know, we're just <laughs> hanging out in the electric forest. <laughs> it is It is a forest, yeah. I'm sure uh, one of you knows some sort of electrical uh, abilities, so... I do. <laughs> But uh, he adjusts the uh, accordion on his back and looks off to the west. Uh, looking back at you all, he says, uh, The town of Malaton is just a few hours west of here. It's where the first of the infected were spotted. This disease has put almost a complete standstill to all the things going on, except for the naysayers who think that all these talks of infection are just a way for the Iron Knights to keep everyone under their thumb. We can begin investigating there. Did you have any questions for me? What exactly does the disease do? As far as I can tell, it's making everybody... I don't... I don't want to use the term zombie because that seems copywritten. I want to use that somehow. term. May I? You, you want to use that term? Yeah. <laughs> well. it's, it's, making, it's making them just... Like shells of the people they used to be. Drones. Drones. Yeah. Depressed. Depressed <laughs> they are. They need some it Zola. Is a malaise disease, and it's just. The malaise? Awful. Oh dear. Yeah. President Carter's <laughs> here, isn't he? <laughs> they got some. You, you guys dealing with some stagflation too while you're at it? <laughs> Uh-huh. Is there any um, things we need to know about that would make us stand out? Or Yes, I have a question. Should we all be wearing accordions? Is that important? Yes, that's important. <laughs> Does the skill level of the accordion matter? <laughs> <laughs> it says, well, I mean, I play the accordion. You don't necessarily need to, but 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 if you wanted to, I could teach you. Oh, I would love it very much. Very much. Yes, please. me too. But perhaps later. I think we need to do other things right now. But definitely on our <laughs> list of things to do while we're here. Yes. List of things to do is to learn the accordion. Number two on the list. Yes. Good. Good. Cure disease. Learn accordion. <laughs> and then bust a move after that. 
Yeah. Yanko, uh, as he uh, starts walking toward the west through the woods, he says, You know, I I love these woods. These have been my home for as long as I can remember until that night. What night? He goes, well, I'm glad you asked. He stops for a second and uh, he says, I, I, well, I guess the, the easiest way for me to tell you is, is to show you, really. <sighs> he uh, pulls the accordion off his back and uh, sits down on a, in a rock on the uh, side of the, uh, the clearing. And he begins to, uh, to play a, a slow song on his accordion. He mutters a few words in a language you don't quite understand, being that it's of feeless nature. And uh, you feel the world blurring for a moment around you. Uh, the sun rises and falls one after the other, cycling faster and faster and until you find yourself in an encampment. Uh, you look around and... There's an odd shimmer about things. Uh, you look down and you realize that you're kind of translucent right now. Um, Yanko plays and you see small tents popped up all over and you hear the you hear a subtle like the shink of uh, blades being sharpened. And there's a small fire going in the middle of the encampment. And around the fire, there are a small, uh, a group of small gray felis all sit around. And some of them are grooming themselves. Some of them are painting markings on their fur around their faces. Um, some of them are fiddling with their weapons. But as you watch a smaller gray Felis stumbles out of one of the tents and he looks up and in the light of the fire you notice the Felis's off-center eyes it's a a younger Yonko you're in a, a memory of Yonko's uh, the young Yonko excitedly sits next to one of the other Felis and the other one ruffles the fur atop his head and he gives him a small dagger uh the Yonko sitting next to you speaks up. He says, My older brother gave me this. He pats the dagger at his side. It was the night of my first mission. I grew up in a tribe of night hunters. Uh, stealthy Felices. Felici? Felis? Stealthy oh, Felis. Felices is pretty <laughs> uh, I, I was so excited, and it was my dream to be like my older brother. He plays a few more notes and the scene changes more. It's dark now and you can hear crickets chirping, the hoot of an owl in the distance, and in the darkness you can make out figures racing through the treetops, speeding quickly through the branches, making barely a sound. After a few moments pass, a, another figure hops by, much slower than the others and by far less stealthy. As the figure leaps to uh, another branch, you hear a yelp and a crash at the base of a tree. Yanko speaks again next to you and says, I, I wasn't very good. I was behind my squad and 
I missed a branch when jumping, and I fell pretty far. It hurt quite a lot. I've always been a bit of a klutz. Uh, the, the young Yonko pops up out from the bushes, rubbing the top of his head. His, uh, his ears perk up for a second, and he looks off in a direction opposed to where his fellow Felis were traveling. He says, I could hear a, a strange mewing in the distance, so I followed it. Yonko continues to play his accordion as the scene changes once again. The young Yonko is moving through the dark toward a clearing where in the center is a, a fire burning with a small animal cooking on a spit over it. Sitting on a log next to the fire is is a large bearded man playing an accordion. He's humming a tune along and the young Yonko leans forward cautiously out of the bush, sniffing the air. And suddenly, oh, oh well, uh, hello there. The noise of the accordion stops as the man greets the young Yonko. Startled, uh, Yonko falls over, planting his face squarely on the ground. Oh, oh no! The man sits up and walks over cautiously to the fallen Yonko and kneels next to him. He says, Are you alright, little guy? And the young Yonko, Yonko uh, sits up and nods, and as he does so, a, a low, audible grumble can be heard rumbling from the young Yonko's stomach. The man lets out a, a loud goff and slaps his knees, says, ha, Are you hungry, little guy? He stands up and walks over to the animal that's cooking. Inspecting it, he says, It's nearly done if you would like some. He pulls out a little knife and carves a bit of the meat off the creature. And holding it out to Yonko, the young Yonko immediately runs up and snatches it, chomping down. He's not exactly the most cautious of creatures. And after eating a few slices of the meat, Yonko looks up at the man and the man smiles and holds out his hand. Yonko says to you, this is the night everything changed for me. The night I met my best friend. The young Yonko shanks the young Yonko shanks the man. Ah, oh, god damn it. The young forever. Yonko <laughs> The young Yonko uh, shakes the man's hand and and uh, the man says Well, my name is Albert. Albert Strange. Huh. Nice to meet you, Mr. Strange. <laughs> the uh, the scene fades as you find yourself uh, back in the woods with Yonko. says, that night, he gave me a small accordion of my own. He told me it was his daughter's. Uh, she used to practice on it, and, and I, I loved the sound. It, it sounded like, like a... Like a crazy Felis, and and I and I I love the sound of it. I I wasn't very good to begin with, but I took it back to my tribe to show them. My older brother was not a fan at all. <laughs> he said the chief wouldn't like it. We're a stealthy tribe, and that instrument was the antithesis of stealth. He said I should get rid of it. Yanko holds his accordion close and 
you notice it's been patched up in places. I I love this thing. I I I couldn't get rid of it. So I so I hid it, and I'd sneak off into the forest at night to practice, just like Albert showed me. One night, my chief found me. He wasn't happy. He dragged me back to the encampment and made an example of me in front of the whole tribe. He broke my accordion, and he banished me from the tribe. A small tear begins to well in his eye. I go and comfort him by patting him on the head. <laughs> he purrs a little bit and wipes his tear. He says, I, I wandered into the woods alone with a broken accordion, hungry and sad. But then my ears heard a familiar sound. I followed it, and it led me to Albert once again. I, I showed him the broken accordion, and I, I told him my story and apologized. But he just took the accordion and fixed it. He patched it up and took me under his wing. He taught me everything I needed to know to follow in the ways of the bard. I became his student, and I found a new tribe. A, a weird one, yes. But I was happy. And ever, ever since, I... <laughs> I just wandered the woods, helping people. That was quite a tale. So, uh, what are these woods <laughs> called? They should be called the Tiger Woods. Uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, these are the woods of Felis. Uh, mine's better. <laughs> he, he holsters his, uh, accordion again and says, I I haven't seen Albert in a long time. But I I know he's out there somewhere. I'm sure I'll find him again someday. Oh, I was expecting you to break into song there. <laughs> I dream a dream of time gone by. <laughs> uh Someday, someday we'll have a musical episode. I'll help with that. <laughs> he holsters his uh, accordion and takes you off to uh, off to the west. And after a few hours of walking through the woods, you find yourself at the entrance of the forest city of Malaton. It's a large walled-off town deep in the Felis Woods. For years, its people have lived and worked alongside the tribes of Felis outside its walls. Normally, the town would be live with activity of humanoid and feline alike, but now it's silent. There are a few people walking around, but as you walk through the gates, the houses that you can see are boarded up people are hiding because of this this plague this disease that 
is rampaging those without fur. The main stretch as you walk in, there's a big inn and shop at the end of a fairly uh, about a mile of uh, of road down, um, dirt road, uh, with houses all over and different shops and but the the inn and shop is your main area but uh what would you guys like to do uh guess go to the shop at the end to the shop to the shop we go to the shop to the shop to the shop 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 so as you guys walk down the uh shop uh down towards the shop um you pass by a a number of regular town folk. There are people going about their daily lives despite the fact that there's a plague, essentially. As Yanko explained earlier, there are several um there's there's a group of of people who believe that this whole disease thing is just a ruse put on by the Iron Knights and these people that are walking around that are not hidden in their houses are those people and as you pass by a number of them you notice there's something off about them are they rats? yes they're all rat people they're just (laughs) every single one of them is a rat there's just about 30 rats in a trench coat, each one of them. <laughs> oh, it's Rat King. Uh, <laughs> as you're walking through here, you notice that things are off about them, and one of them turns to look at you because, to be frank, you look different than other people really? uh, in, this, in this, this town. Uh, for one... One of you is wearing cat ears. These are real. One of you has an extremely bright belt. Mm-hmm. And the other one has a small dragon on them. What? Things that's that they normal. don't normally see. Well, that's normal. Uh, Yonko does not present any sort of abnormality to them because they have for centuries lived side by side with the Felis of the woods around them but they notice you and several others turn to look at you and looking at them you see what's off about them their eyes are sullen and just black they are emotionless and almost as if they're not actually seen. Hmm. They turn to look at you and you see a wave of hate flush across their face. Awesome. Don't be a hater. They stumble closer to you and you can see their hands, their nails are extended slightly like either they're not good at keeping their their nails uh in check 
or they are clearly warped somehow. And I would like you all to roll a uh, hmm. Roll me an insight check. <laughs> a four. <laughs> Nineteen. Alright. So, Bakar, in your... How old are you again? In your... I'm like in my thirties. In your, in your decades of... Of, um... I'm losing track of what you call it. Bounty hunter? No, not bounty hunter. I'm a uh, mercenary. Mercenary, thank you. Uh, in your decades of uh, mercenary hunting and such, uh, you notice that these uh, humans are are off in the way that they're not entirely alive. They're only half dead. They're only half dead. Mostly they're only dead. they're mostly dead. I, I um they're they're dying. So like. I'm 30 years dying, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, these uh, not quite human creatures uh, start to gain on you a little bit more. They are slowly moving closer to you. And there is as I mentioned, hate in their eyes at the fact that you are not like them. Mm -hmm. So I would like you all to roll initiative against okay. these uh, creatures. Fifteen. Nineteen. Fourteen. Uh, so in front of you, Surrounding you, I should say, are ten subhuman characters. Um, again, I don't want to use the word zombie because I don't think they're zombies. They're undying. I mean, they're undying of sorts. Um, and around you, they inch closer to you. Bakar, it is, it is your turn. What would you like to do? They're inching towards us with hate, but they haven't really attacked us yet. Yes. Looking at what you know about the situation, what would you like to do? I don't know. My instinct is just to keep kind of going faster than they are and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, puppy, you just, you stay there. You're just, you're kind of slow, but I don't want you to touch me. Go away. But well, I guess I guess I'll just let's see here. Can I do I have any defensive moves? I mean you are mostly offensive. Thanks. <laughs> um Well I do have a shield actually. I haven't been using it for anything. Oh, did you say defensive? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said offensive. <laughs> um I could just try tripping them. <laughs> See what happens. Okay. Yeah, I can. I actually do have um, trip the trip ability. I was gonna say, I don't use. you have uh, an action that is essentially tripping people? Yep. Yeah, I'm just gonna trip them. 
next, just gonna try. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kind of smack it with my sword. Not like slice it, just smack it. See what happens. Okay. How do so, I do that with a slicing sword? I mean, I would let you do a broadside attack. Wait, when we roll for that? This oh, it would be the same d20. It's just, if you're specifically looking to not cause damage, you're just looking to not inebriate, goddammit. Um, just knock it unconscious. Just want to knock it unconscious. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a, a d20 for me, then. Alright. Fuck. Uh, okay, 12. Okay. 12? That will hit it. Um, I'll have you then roll your damage, and we'll take half of it as blunt damage. Okay. Alright, that would be a total of 15. For the half? Well, oh, I suppose I'm not doing radiant damage right now, so it's only... Are you not using your? Uh, I'm well, using I'm using my um long sword of daylight savings. I mean that would technically still be radiant damage. So, so fifteen is the half or is the total? That's the total. That's the total. Okay. I roll a d8 plus a d4, and then I have strength of four. You take your broadsword, and instead of gearing up to slice, you just kind of like. Kind of tomahawk it, but not slicing. It's like you're going to take. It's like you take a uh, a uh, what is? I'm just gonna. It's like a bat. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like you're taking a cricket bat and you just thonk it on the head. Yeah. And uh, because it has, it is a radiant weapon. Uh, it does a little extra, and it just kind of. Gives you a strange look of dazed and kind of like falls over briefly. Uh, it is it is downed, uh, but not dead. Cool. So one of them, one of them is downed. Oren, what would you like to do? Mm. Unless unless this is. Unless you're not done with your attack, because I believe you guys have multiple attacks now. I do, I'm just not going to take it. I you're not going to take it? Okay. Then, Oren, what would you like to do? So, I'm just... Are you guys... Are we trying not to kill them, or what? No, I just don't know what they're doing, and I don't... They haven't really caused us any damage, so... Well, they look like they're in a... Man trying manglas. I, I just... I'm just gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the, we walked right into town. <laughs> Start at us. So I guess I'll try shooting some of them. Okay. Fire an arrow at one, then another arrow at another. Okay. Maybe, I'm not sure, aim for their feet? Try and pin them in the place? No. Yeah, just That's just put trouble. It. Yeah, just that could put, be interesting. Yeah, just put an arrow in their foot. <laughs> hmm. Over the feet. Alright, we'll try that for two of them. That was 17 for the first. That'll hit. Damage was 9. Okay. And the second was 14. That'll also hit. Damage for both effects is 
Six. <laughs> uh, so you uh, knock a couple arrows in your uh, electric boogaloo, and you aim downward at them and whip them off and lodge both of your arrows deep into the foot of two of them. And they both look down at the fact that their foot just got shot, not really reacting to the pain, but looking back up and they try and move forward. Uh, these two are currently stuck to the ground by your arrows. <laughs> Stick around, boys. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I'm glad I took a shot at it. We're good. Hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. I just wanted to take a moment to uh, talk about our sponsor this week. Uh, we've had the sponsor early on in our show. It's Erin Casey, the author of The Purple Door District. Uh, she has a new book coming out, uh, and uh, I just wanted to shout her out a bit. Uh, here's what she has to say about it. Uh, are you looking for an urban fantasy book with magic, werewolves, vampires, and danger? Wolf Pit, the second book in the Purple Door District series, is scheduled to be released on December 14th, 2019. Werewolves are going missing in Chicago, and the fire magi Tess will do anything to save her family. Unfortunately, a botched rescue mission lands her in the hands of a hunter who promises to help her. But is he telling the truth? Meanwhile, her pack brother, Nick, is fervently trying to keep his fellow wolves alive as they're pitted against each other in fighting matches. Author Aaron Casey is currently running an Indiegogo campaign to help raise money to print the book. Every dollar goes towards book production or to community members, helping her develop the novel. She has just under two weeks left to hit her goal. Please consider donating to or sharing her Indiegogo campaign at indiegogo.com backslash projects backslash wolf pit urban fantasy novel. Welcome to the district. So, uh, T, what would you like to do? I'm going to open up my... Tomb of Spells, Volume 2. Okay. And I'm going to cast Talk to Dead. Okay. Oh. Is that what actually happens? As you look down to your book and you conjure into it and you you will forth the spell Talk to Dead, but as you look down you see things kind of change slightly and suddenly you're in your mind uh you you are still here you're still present in malaton but you are seeing just hazy figures and 
static in your brain, and you suddenly just hear a god-awful shrieking and guttural noises, uh, just... In your mind, roll me a, uh, uh, constitution save. A, oh, it's a nat one. That's a nat one, which is Oof. a good thing. Yeah, because I'm for, lucky for for the not hobbits. <laughs> well, not much better. Nine, nine. Uh, so roll a d4 for me, quick. Two, two. So you take two uh damage of psychic, uh, two psychic damage. Damn. This, uh, you, you look down at your book, and it appears to be talk to dad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He'll know what to do. <laughs> uh, and given your situation, that was painful. Yeah, but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's all of your your move set, right? Yeah. You don't have any extra actions and stuff. Nope, that was it. That was it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to talk to dad. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But uh so Yanko is up and uh he looks around at them and he uh uses his action to tell you these are all town folks. I I mean, I, I know most of these these people. I, I think they're infected. Mm. And he uses a minor illusion cantrip and puts a wall up, uh, in their minds. Uh, the the uh, the three that have been uh, affected. He puts a wall up. Uh, around them, so they think because he can only do this for damaged uh, people. Uh, he puts up a wall among the three that are injured, uh, the two that are stuck to the ground, and the one that is downed essentially. So you guys have seven more to deal with, uh, and the knowledge that these were town folk who are infected. Mm. Great. And it is now the seven other creatures' turns, and they come up closer to you, and three of them, uh, four of them, excuse me, because there's Yanko there as well, uh, have, uh, are close enough to slam into you. They use their, use their body to slam into it. So, Going at Bakar first, uh, does a 16 hit your armor class? Nope. Nope. Uh, so the first one swings at you and you just kind of duck out of the way because it's not a very fast swing, but they're getting faster hmm. the more infected they get. Uh, Oren does a 14 hit yours. Um, not, th no, no, no. Okay, so that one also 
you also dodge out of the way of of that creature's arm attack basically it's literally just punching at you essentially and you dodge out of the way but it is still getting they are still getting quicker as the time goes on um t uh i don't believe a 11 will hit your armor class right nope yanko is also safe the first wave of attacks have missed you and now uh once it comes back around the remaining uh, ones will all be able to try and attack you, but those four were the only ones that were close enough to actually hit any of you. But back up to the top of the order with Bakar, what would you like to do? You know, I do. I really do have a shield. I didn't ever realize this for the longest time. Maybe I should just use it to bash people. You have a what? I have a shield. You I've do had... have a shield, yes. Yeah, I've had it on my character sheet. I just don't use it. Well, are, is... Uh... That's not a two-handed weapon, your uh, Sword of Daylight Savings, is it? No, it says that you can use it as a two-handed weapon, and it would up the damage, but I don't. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you can just I... go full lightsaber, medieval lightsaber on it? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, what would you like to do? I'm just gonna... Actually, isn't that actually a thing I have to take? There's, like, a shield... Thing. I don't know. Can I just bop him with my shield? The one yeah. that's coming at us and By all means. Cool. D twenty? Yep, D twenty. Alright. That'd be nineteen, I think. Nineteen will Well, hit. no wait, because it's a shield. I don't know what I add to it. No, I'll, we'll just go straight. Just strength? That'd be uh sixteen instead. Sixteen? Okay, then yeah, that still hits. Cool. Yeah, bash on the shield. Okay. Uh, so you're just going to try and push them away, basically? Yeah. I'm not trying to do any damage, just kind of okay. hit them. Uh, well, then, you push that, push one far enough away that uh, it will need to get up closer to you um, to uh, be able to attack next. So there are only uh, six that are currently close enough to attack you on their turn. Okay. Uh, you do have another turn, another attack, if you want to try that a second time. Yep, I'll do it a second time. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Ooh. That would be a 23. 23 will do it. So, uh, two of them now. Uh, so, there are only five that are close enough to uh, actually attack you right now. Great. Six people. Love them. <laughs> Oren, what would you like to do? Do I have any rope on me? Uh, you all should have plenty of rope on you. Alright, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like, punch one in the stomach, <laughs> and, like, pick him up and throw him at another guy, and then, like, tie the two of them together. Nice. Interesting. Sure. <laughs> Alright. Well, let me see if I get here. 15. Uh, that'll hit. Initial hit. Mm-hmm. Like, Elbow the guy in the stomach and like pick him up and smash it like hit and hit another guy with this guy with this other guy. Knock them sure. both over. Uh that I think would be it's gotta be some sort of like acrobatic athletics, athletics thing, right? So go ahead and roll me an uh athletics would probably be better for that because you're using your you're throwing. Alright. Let's see, uh thirteen. Wait, uh it's fourteen with the plus. Fourteen with the plus? Yeah. yeah. Uh so you Pick up one of the infected and toss it at 
uh, another, uh, knocking both of them down. Did you want to tie those up? Hmm. Yeah. Wait, what would that be? That would be a grapple. Mm, you know what? On the second thought, I'll just leave them knocked over. Okay. Deal with more so of them. The, yep, those two are currently uh, knocked over. There are still three that are close enough to hit you all. I think I'll pass on time. I'll just uh, take it now of the fight briefly. You focus on others now. Okay, sounds good. Uh, T, what do you want to do? Um, I'll just go run punch one. <laughs> Megaton punch, just like a right hook. You just, just want so a right I can hook stand one over, over him when he drops. All right. Um, do you have an unarmed, or is that just a straight? Uh, we'll just do a straight d twenty for that, and uh, add your strength to it. Yeah, it was uh, twelve. That'll do it. These are not very uh, powerful people. They are infected. You are beating up sick people. Well, gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> you uh, hustle up to one, and uh, I'm gonna assume you probably have to jump a little bit with this, so you got kind of that... Uh, uh, forward momentum. Ryu, Ken type of jump up, uh, spin attack type of thing. Uh, with an upper punch, or uppercut? Is that what that's called? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. With an uppercut, and you knock over one of them, and uh, they are, as well, down. They'll have to use their turn to get up, get closer, and such. Uh, Zer, you don't have... Nope, that was it. No, you don't. That's that's all you're doing. Perfect. Um, Yonko will uh, use one of his cantrips of vicious mockery, one of the remaining uh, town folk, and just rip at the fact that their eyes look gross, and he's not very good at mocking people because he's too kind of a person. That's and not nice. It's like your eyes look dumb, and it does almost nothing to him because <laughs> these are, they don't really feel pain, Aww. and they don't really feel anything. So embarrassment is also one of those things. So it is a null and void attack, essentially, because he's not good at doing insults. <laughs> and it's just a small, tiny cre- cat creature making fun of an, a sick person. <laughs> just because I can't be hurt doesn't mean that I can't feel. <laughs> he hurt my feelings. Um, so the two then uh, that are remaining that are close enough to you, one will go after uh, Bakar. Is a eighteen nope. your armor class? Nope. Okay. So uh, once again, you uh, dodge out of the way of this sick, sick creature, uh, sick uh, town folk member, and uh, the. Remaining one will uh, attempt to attack Yonko, and Yonko, fairly dexterous little cat, uh, hops out of the way as it attacks Yonko, and back up to Bakar, there are, uh, now it is back up to five of them. Uh, the two that um, Orin threw at each other use this turn to stand up. Alright, I'll just use my sword to bat at them. 
You're going to bat at uh, another one? Yeah, I'll double my two actions. It's just to bat them to kind of get them unconscious. Okay. So uh, you're going to go for a couple of them. Go ahead and roll for that. 17. 17 will hit. Cool. Damage-wise, 8. 8, that's in total, or is that... 8 about? in total. 8 in total? Okay. Well, you take a swing at one of these uh, town folk and just right across the face with the broadside of your uh, uh, Sword of Daylight Savings, and it uh, knocks it down unconscious. So, there and are now... And you're going to go for another? Yep. That'll be 16. 16 will hit. And that is 11. That is 11. And that uh, as well will uh, knock another one unconscious. This is why I'm glad I'm not going for actual damage, because I think I'd work these guys. <laughs> feel really bad for them. Well, if you guys can cure everything, then I'm sure fine. they'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> guys were in the right mindset, you know? You just needed to be cured. Yeah. Like, we just needed to put you to sleep. Cause... Just go to bed. Yeah. Just go to sleep. Uh, but yeah, if that's everything for you, then Oren, what would you like to do? I'm going to do two attacks, I think. Okay. You going to try and get them pinned to the ground again? No, what I'm going to do... First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to draw my sword. Okay. So I'm going to swing... I'm going to go at one of them, hit it with the flat side of the blade right on the side of their neck or something. Right around and, uh, the head. Smack kind of real hard on the first one. Vulcan death grip. Yeah. What? Kind of a improvised Vulcan death pinch. Yeah, with a big with my short sword. Ah, okay. All right, perfect. I got sixteen. That'll hit. And I guess I roll damage for that too. Seven. Seven. Yeah, that'll. The uh... second one, I'm gonna uh, another one. I'm gonna run up and hoof him right in the nuts. Just like kick him right in there, <laughs> hard as possible. <laughs> All right, uh, by all means. <laughs> okay, that was a nat one. <laughs> that was a nat one? Oh, yes, I I want to see this played out. Uh, so, you don't have Lucky or anything, do you? Uh, I don't... So Let me see. I'm, um, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you just are fucked if you get a nat one. I think uh, T's the only one that can re-roll the nat ones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that bad. We haven't taken these guys out pretty quick. <laughs> like, uh, what, two of them left? There are uh, two, three, four of them left. Alright. Uh, but so, you uh, you wind up, you uh, try for a running start at one of the ones that had to get up uh, last turn, and you go to swing with your with well kick i guess is what you were you looking to kick or were you looking to do johnny cage style uh i was just wait what uh mortal combat johnny cage you like a jump kick or something well no the splits and punch in the nuts uh no i was just gonna just run up and just like wham kick him in the nuts just, just kick, normal just kick him in the nuts like normal yeah. okay so you run up to one and uh you attempt to uh to do so, you successfully kick him in the nuts, but again, they feel nothing, and uh, he just kind of stands there 
and he's going to get an attack of opportunity on you because you're right there. <laughs> and you just kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> he may not feel pain, but he can resent it. Yes, I'm, I'm going to give him advantage as well just because you are in his groin area. Yep. Uh, but that is a... <laughs> that is a nat 20. <laughs> so... As a comedy of you, errors is what they call it, I believe. A, a comedy of errors, yes. Uh, so that is a nat 20, and he uh, is going to bring down both of his hands at your neck, uh, because all they all they can do is hit, basically. But yeah. uh, he's going to hit at your neck with nine damage. Mm. Slams both of his... Uh, wrists into your neck as you are still kind of lodged in his groin and you both just kind of tumble so right. uh he won't be able to attack you have to get up next turn but you've got multiple turns so you can still get up and attack yeah but uh one is down uh and we'll have to get back up t what would you like to do i'll, I'll point my tea. finger at him and say that just won't do and then I'll use a, uh, uh, like a low-level Eldritch Blast, like, just from the, my fingertip. Oh, you're just gonna like a spirit pew. gun it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a half-powered, uh, spirit gun. Well, didn't really work. It's a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um... Uh, so, uh, go ahead and roll your damage for me. Uh, as, as a critical damage. Eleven. That's eleven total? Yeah. Alright, so, uh... That's a tiny one. <laughs> it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny thing. But, uh, you focus all of it onto your finger, and you... Blast out this Eldritch Blast from your fingertip, which actually made it more concentrated, and just right between the eyes. And oh, Jesus Christ. Just, there was barely any life in their eyes before, but now it's just, he crumples. He just falls to his knees and falls down completely, and uh, yeah, so you guys got... Um, Three more to uh, deal with. You know One what of that them is on. Reminds me of right there. What? Uh, you ever seen the Spider-Man Homecoming? Yep. It's when um when that one thug is talking to Vulture and he's kind of like, oh, you don't, you can't handle me out there. And he's like, you know what? I can't handle you going out there. He picks up the gun and shoots him with it, and it disintegrates him. And he's like, oh, oh, geez, I thought this was a different gun. <laughs> and he gets, he like, oh, what the? <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, similar. Uh so it's it's just you you killed one of the town folk. Uh so that one probably won't be cured. Because hmm. uh, yeah, I don't think any of you have Revivify. It was I don't think, incredible. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get it I don't think he's gonna cover from that. Yeah. Um the the health insurance in uh Malaton is not wonderful. But uh so yeah, you, uh, you know what they'll say, right? Oh, that's a pre-existing wound. Jeez, can't cover that. <laughs> that wound is pre-existing. Yes, 
but it's uh Yanko's turn, and Yanko is going to uh use his uh Thunder Wave spell and push back the remaining ones and knock them down. Uh it's going to try and half ass this. Hopefully not to the same effect as uh T's Eldritch Blast. <laughs> but uh Oh, yes, no, that is definitely not going to fuck things up. But so he pulls out his accordion and uh, pulls it out to the, uh, extends it out as far as it'll go. And just in a glaring, just high note, as as high a note as he can, uh, sends just a shockwave forward at the remaining uh town folk knocking them over and sending them away they are all downed now yells uh, out you've been thunderstruck <laughs> well you gotta say it in his voice i, I can't uh, do his that's that that's a good one uh he goes uh you've all you've all been thunderstruck <laughs> oh my god there you go and he and he poses and they're they're all knocked out, uh, which will will end that uh, encounter. Aside from the one dead one, you guys did fairly well f- about not killing the infected town folk, yeah. which is good. I'm surprised, honestly. I think I'm going to try a cure wound spell to fix myself. Is that all right? Yeah, no, by all means. Let's see what I get here. Oh wow, I got ten. Jeez. Oh, uh, so you're. Little extra there, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you guys uh got past the um the the one uh one grouping of these infected town folk, and you now realize that that's why people are boarded up in their uh, houses and stuff. The the naysayers that thought this was all bullshit, uh are now the infected that are currently running amok. Uh, well, walking amok. In, and this uh, is why you get town. vaccinated. Stumbling amok. So, uh, but you guys are finished with that. So uh, if you guys are still interested in heading to the inn, uh, by all means. Perhaps we should deal with these, you know, bodies. Well, there's one body, really. Well, the other ones are out. A lot of them are unconscious, too. We should, like, lock them in a house. Do you want to try and lock them in a house? Oh. Well, wait, is it our job? Will someone else do it if we don't? I mean, only one of them is dead. Uh, as long as you can get away from them. I, They're not very quick. So. Well, okay, people have to I guess we'll them. just leave them be, then. Someone else can handle it. If you if you want to try something, by all means. Hmm. Let's just like take a rope and put them onto a tree. Just tie them all to a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put a big rock on top of each one of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. Just, just Thor hammer type of yep. thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you guys want to, by all means. Wait. Oh, wait, no, that would take too long. 
I'm saying we should dig a big hole and just like like dig a hole and bury each one up to their neck and just leave them there. Hey, we can push them in and just kick them in. Just mass burial grave. No, not not burial. Like, you know, dead. bury them most of the way. Ah. Or just no, dig a big hole and throw them in there. Can they climb out? Maybe not. Yeah, if we just have a stupid enough. That take too long. Yeah. Let's just tie them to the tree. That's a better idea. Yeah, just that's the lazy way to do it. All right. Well, if you guys want to, uh, you guys have tied nine of these uh, town folk to a tree in hopes that maybe you can cure them. Uh, one of them you couldn't because y- y- you killed him. You done wrecked him. Then, as you guys walk... Uh, Wait, better the... idea. Let's weekend at Bernie's this guy. Come on. You're going to weekend at Bernie's the... Yeah, just like bring him next infected. to the tree and set him up and like put some sunglasses on us. It looks like he's just sleeping. <laughs> no one will know that we killed him. Just no, he just started the illness. It's fine. Put a hat yeah. over him so he can't see Tell the, hole, he the have gaping a hole in his. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you'd like to do. I think that would be hilarious. Yep. So we'll name that one Bernie. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're naming them? I want to call that one the dude. No, it's not a name that one. Oh. But, uh, yeah. So as you guys uh, finish up your um, uh, experiment, your project, whatever you want to call it, uh, you guys continue to walk toward the the inn and shop. And as you open the front door, uh, there's a a bell on the the doorway, and you look around, and it's it's pretty pretty deserted actually like for the biggest uh building in the uh in the town this is fairly fairly empty you guys uh, to ring that bell oh man of time you said deserted i hope there is lots of dessert lying around jeez yes no tons of cake and pie just for us they're all very much just gross now it's just full of rotten pie oh yeah so can i kind of date how long it's been since someone made this the the pie yeah if they're all rotten is it like it's been a day since someone just made them and left them there or has it been like a week a month no it's just an end i was joking about the dessert thing come on (laughs) (laughs) uh but yes it is a deserted shop uh there's not a whole lot left in here it seems to have been picked off uh picked off because of all the uh people wanting to shelter themselves in their houses and stuff from whatever this disease is uh taking all the last can of who hash and whatnot oh i wanted that who hash <laughs> well we can always break down someone's door and steal it if we really need it so don't worry about No, Cara. I can't steal it unless they're dead. Well, we can murder well, them too if you really have to. No, not murder. I gotta wait till they die. Yeah, we'll drag I mean, them outside, tie them up, and let the zombies free. I think you have this in the wrong order. <laughs> I keep presenting solutions. You shoot them down. You come up with something for once, please. As as you guys are uh, arguing about what you want to do with with who hash and whatnot. Roll me a uh, perception check. 
14, no, 13, sorry, 13. 15. That would be uh, 20. 20? Alright, well, uh, yeah, you all hear uh, the slow creaking of uh, sounds like something's being pulled taut and a click and uh, or only a deck save uh, Bakar specifically oh god dex oh, that's a nine that's a nine, that's a nine. Um, so you hear you hear a click and you weren't quite quick enough to get out of the way, but luckily the aim wasn't particularly great. A a crossbow bolt grazes across your cheek and tangs into the, the wall behind you. Uh, and you hear a muffled shit and a hurried shuffling behind the counter. What would you like to do? Hey everyone, it's Taylor again. I hope you enjoyed episode 17 of The Tantalus Tales. Uh, it was a lot of fun to delve into a bit of Yonko's backstory. I <laughs> hope you enjoyed it as well. I want to give a special thank you to Dana Boole for the use of her song Accordion Dirge in the Yonko segments, as well as What's Good for the Use of Their Song Intro, uh, both lending a lot of uh, weight to our our show. Also, I want to give a huge shout-out to our Patreon supporters. Uh, also, again, if anybody is going to be in Wisconsin for Daishokan uh, next month now... Um, let me know. Uh, I would love to meet up with people and say hi. I will be out there with one of our Patreon supporters and uh, promoting the podcast. Otherwise, uh, the next episode, we're going to be going back to our bi-weekly uh, routine. And that will end up being the 16th of October will be episode 18. And on the 30th of October, I... I'm happy to announce that we will have a special Halloween episode. I'm looking forward to that very much, though. And I hope you guys will enjoy it. I'll see you guys on the 16th of October for episode 18. Uh, take care. <laughs>